Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hardball Gets AFL Show, brought to you by Mazda and its brilliant BT50, You Do Ute. Today, we kick around six points ahead of a pivotal round nine. There's plenty to discuss, so let's get into it. It is the Hardball Gets AFL show. My name's Chris Robinson, joined by Jackson Barrett and Xavier Ellis. Gentlemen, how are we? Good, Robbo. Thanks for having me on. Zay? Jeez, that was a flat entry. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking to Jack, eh? <laughs> what? Listens to, like... You're off me again. Oh, mate, you know, listen to the over 55 station. Just not a great start to our podcast. About 30 seconds before we're about to go on air, yeah. Jackson just reveals that he has no interest in listening to no. Xavier on Triple M and likes listening to rival stations. Yeah, it's a bit interesting, though. Like, what are you doing? To defend myself, I wouldn't listen to you because I'm at, always at the Perth Games. Uh, so yeah, I haven't, that's got, fair. I haven't got ears on you any week. So if yeah. I have a choice between you mm. and someone else... I'm not sure about that. Rhino and Xavier Ellis, our I'm friends not sure here about at Highball Gets. Yeah. But otherwise, I like to mix it up. I like some of the calls on SEN and on Triple M, uh, but I'm a little bit of a purist, especially uh, if I'm well, in the car. This is just stem from... ABC. I don't get that. I actually Sorry. don't get it. I think it's more like a summer Careful, grandstand. you'll fall asleep at the wheel. Hey, um, Is it a country thing as well, though? Because you've spent time in the country, yeah, six, obviously. Yeah, 684 Southwest. Yeah, it yep. sort of has the reach. I right? must admit, yep, I'm, sure. I'm a traditionally an AM... Listener, yep. go up in the country. You've just got nothing else. Sports talk yeah. on the way to work. Yeah. Oh, on the way to footy on a Saturday morning. Is that a show, ever. is it? Sports talk, yep. What about the Saturday Rub? Man. Shout out to our friends on the no. ABC. You don't go to the Saturday Rub? No. I don't mind crunch just... time, so SEN crunch time. Mate, they just monster everyone else. What are you doing? You don't do the Saturday Rub? Yeah, but you've got oh, to share the, the love gear. a little bit. You're Enough people gear. listen to Triple M. They don't need me Jeez. on a Saturday morning. Righto, righto. I'll let you off the hook. Um, should we talk about actual footy topics for a second? Does Jacob Van Royen get off on appeal? We've just found what? out this morning, we're recording this Wednesday lunchtime, we've found out that Melbourne are going to take it all the way to an appeal. What kind of chance do you give him? Uh, I give him no chance, Zero? only because... Um, if it was 12 months ago, I'd give him a massive chance. Well, 12 months ago, he's not in the situation he's in right now. Mm. But uh, unfortunately, every time something like this pops up, there has to be someone to be suspended first. Yep. And then it creates, the obviously, the precedence or whatever and the trend. So, like, Hawkins, for example, he's him all the time because he's a, a goose. He was the first person. No one should um, touch an umpire. I remember Hawk went up and just put his arm on him. Have a week for that, Hawk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he did another one. What was the other one? They, uh, the jumper punch. Yeah. No more jumper punch. Yeah. Old dopes, jumper punch. So I have two <laughs> weeks for that, you dick. Um, so I think there's going to be someone who goes, and I think it's this, and it's only because Charlie Ballard, significant reaction to it. Like, mm-hmm. did you watch it live? Yeah. Did you think something really bad like broken neck sort of yeah, stuff yeah he, he was down for a long time yeah uh, that's and what not I thought moving for a long time You're not moving was it so um, 12 months ago is he suspended no today is he suspended yes yeah interesting to see Will Powell come out this morning and sort of go against the grain and sort of definitively say yep he he got what he deserved basically yeah I, I like that too yeah I love the honesty and it, yeah and absolutely from a teammate point of, of view course, like, yeah. I actually believe they might be quite close mates and you're saying sure. like we're looking at Charlie Bala and going that's oh, not of good imagine being one of his best mates mm-hmm. and looking at it and going that's really not good yeah but, it, but it's the action of an arm to the head but even yeah. it was was Fogarty's much different on Murphy 
Remember when Murphy got his head, like, literally blasted yeah, off his yeah. shoulders at yes. Adelaide Oval, then the free kick as he was stumbling off with the blood rule because his head had been caved in? Mm-hmm. That was a similar running They're back with the similar, flight action. It was just he didn't hear the crack in his neck. Yeah. I think the question, I don't know when Simon Goodwin speaks this week, but the thing I was thinking watching the footy shows over the last couple of nights is I'd love to put the question to Simon Goodwin, is that something you'd want to coach out of your young forward? Because I'm not sure it is something. No, who, who, was, who was speaking earlier about the instruction? Who was yeah, the... it was, so it was Jack Rewalt on yeah. the 360 yeah. last night, and he goes, he's a teenage forward. You drilled into compete, 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 compete. He's competed for the footy. And then the other thing um, he spoke about was... Yeah, he wasn't looking at the footy the whole time. He had eyes on the, in this case, the defender, mm. but it's quite often the same for defenders coming back with the flight because that helps you judge where the footy is. Of course. So, I mean, do you really need to be looking at the footy the whole time? No, no you don't. Have and to be a good defender, you don't. Like, no defender, no good defender play, and I know he's a forward in this case, but yeah. role reversed, coming back prime spot was... Yeah. Um, but you're standing off your opponent for a reason, um, and you don't need to look where the ball is. You keep your eye on your opponent, because guess where the forward's doing? Looking Watching the where ball. the bloody Correct. ball is. So um, at a lot of the time when you're 70 metres off the play, you're not stand- You're standing sort of... You know, in basketball terms, they used to say point the pistols, you know? Mm-hmm. Point the pistols, ball, defend, uh, ball forward, ball forward. It is like that, and when you've got your eyes on the forward, you rely on their eyes to be on the ball. So... Um, yeah, I would imagine that Simon Goodwin saying don't change. Yeah, I, I can't imagine there'd be a single word from Goody that'd say, hmm, we need to talk about this, Jacob. I think the only thing is the 100%. poor lad, Melbourne uh, top two or three premiership mm-hmm. yeah. chances. The only, spot, come in. the only spot they have trouble with, though, yeah. is that forward line. Yeah, And but if you're Van Rooyen, you don't want to give somebody else right. a look at it for yeah. two that's weeks saying, hey, so like, come McDonald's and kick some goals. in and out of the side, yep. Brown in and out yep. of the side, but kicking goals in the twos. You mm-hmm. don't and Ben Brown, as... He hasn't hit the high notes at uh, Melbourne, but there's every chance he comes in and kicks five out his ass, and you go, you can't drop bloke after he's kicked five. Uh, and unfortunately yeah. for Van Rooyen, they are in a window, so there's no opportunity for him exactly. to, to come back in. And, and I think he comes back in only because I don't think the other forwards will do anything mm-hmm. exceptional. So I think he'll come straight back in. But it's funny if he, if they do kick goals. That's an opportunity that's going to go missing. And if this was to have happened later in the season, you probably go, well, Brown's already a premiership player, so if Van Rijn has two weeks off in round 18 and 19... Oh, disastrous. Yeah, disastrous. Yeah, totally. Um, Should we get into the first of our six points? Do it. Uh, I'm going to start, and this is off the chat with uh, Jack Rewalt and Tom Hawkins playing each other this weekend. Incredible similarities between their careers. Uh, 335 games to 333. Drafted the same year. All Australians, Coleman's. Uh, and they were doing it back and forth who was better, which I thought was pretty uncomfortable, to be honest, watching it. But uh, um, but I just thought, gee, we should cherish these 300 gamers more and more because, you know, there's not a stack of them who have done 300 games. Looking at it right now, there is exactly 90... 100. 100 people played 300 games over the history of the game. Which is that Goldstein 100? Uh, yes, it would be. He's in there, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So what I want to do quickly is... Oh no, he's, well, he's played 302 now, so yeah. Um, the, the next 10 on the horizon of 300. Okay. Will they get there? Okay. Okay, so there's some pretty obvious ones because they're pretty close to the, the landmark. Uh, still side of bottom, 297. He, he's racing towards 300. He's, hit, he's playing a really playing good season. Really he's hit fifth gear, hasn't he? And he's, yeah, he's, yeah. Not, he's not the All-Australian winger, 
because his mate on the other side probably is uh, in Josh Dacos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if Josh Dacos wasn't there, at, as a typical wingman, because yep. I like picking wingman on the wings in those sides, not the fifth midfielder that didn't get a go, we'll put him yep. on the wing. He's been outstanding. So he's still side bottom, we say yes? Yes. Tick. Trent Cochin, 294. Yes. Yep, but he's, they're probably limps. carrying him to there. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Yep. Now, this is where it gets a bit interesting. Callan Ward, 277. So 23 more games he's done there. Some really good things up forward this year. He's playing well, yeah. uh, but do it's Giants. It's more a durability the concern, giant, right? And it's more of where the club's at. Where the well. club's at. Yeah. Jenny gets there, 23 games. So he's going to no. need next season. No. No. Um, I he think, doesn't play every game next season, which means that he needs. Well, he doesn't have to. I think so. Like what is he short? Twenty twenty three. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if he gives another eight or nine this year, then he's he's in the half ballpark. Five, yeah. I think he probably gets. Okay, there. He gets there. Yep. yep. That that is a good recruit by the Giants, you must say, for yeah, the doggies. Hundred uh, percent. Dustin Martin, two seventy six. Yeah. Yeah, he gets there. I find this one interesting. Uh, Daniel Rich, two hundred seventy three. We've seen injuries now with Daniel Rich. Soft tissues, uh, in and out a little bit lately. Two seventy three. It was a calf this weekend, or the in the Dockers game, which is always worrying. But they're in the window, and he's still got one of the best legs mm. in the comp, and he's still pretty important to what they do. So as long as they're in the window, which they okay. will be, I think Has, he hasn't turned thirty three yet as well. Just yep. about to turn thirty three. So, so we're yesing that. Yeah, I think yep. he gets there. I'm asterisking that. Okay. I'm just watch his space. Luke Parker, two sixty eight. Yeah. yeah, he's younger yep. than you think too, Luke yep. Parker. Yeah, he's fine. And Luke Bruce, two sixty-seven. Can can I say probably not at Hawthorne? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Probably not at Hawthorne. Probably with not their at track Hawthorne. record over the past ten years of guys finishing their career there, but right. maybe somewhere else. Now it gets a little. Bit, well, like the next player we talk about, Isaac Smith, two sixty-six. He's not slowing down. Yeah, I think he probably does. Yep. The next... He's 34, though. The next three are going to be interesting. I reckon that one will be tight, actually. Okay. Yeah, yes I or no? I reckon that one will be tight. Um, can he stay that healthy? We're relying on can. guys to stay super no, I healthy. I think Isaac's, never, 35 and potentially Isaac's never had an injury. He hasn't, but... And Geelong look after you. Yeah, like, if anyone's going to support Instead that, of putting their kids in bubble wrap, like every like 17 other clubs... Geelong put the old dogs in bubble wrap, which I love. Like, they just ease them through. Yeah, but that means... Yeah... I mean, he has to play... So, he's 266. So, you'd think he has to play another, what? like Two seasons. 14 this. this year. And then, does he get there next? Does he play 20 next year? Does he automatically not miss They'll four or five? I reckon that might be tight. in both of those years. Yeah, I, I think that would be really tight. I'm going to say yes. Yeah, I'll say no, yes. just. Okay, now, this, these are some player. sticky ones. Jack Zeeble, 266. No. So, no for was, me. He racked it up on the weekend, as fantasy owners and non-owners like myself would know. But yes. I reckon Clarko looks at that and goes, and we had this debate with him and Hall last year, like, what does that actually get us? All Nothing. those kick-ins, all Nothing. those chip mark around the back. It gets them, like, jack shit. Yeah. And again, durability. Good pun there. So, and mate, we don't say the S word on now. this program. <laughs> durability, also a concern. Probably no for me. Yeah, I'm a no for Zeeble. Yep. Jack, darling. That was a long space between first name and second well, very, name. Like, he's been a big week for Jack. I mean, it we, has had, we had someone yep. in the media say yep. let's play one been. short. It yep. has been. Um, <laughs> weird take. 265. Uh, he's very young compared to the rest of that yeah, list because he's but been slowing. super durable. But he's, does age matter? But he's 30. Yeah, but does it matter? If you, you can't get a kick, you can't get a kick. Um, I think 
I think even if it's not at West so Coast, he's 35 more games. I think he finds a place somewhere. I think he gets the 300. Okay, yeah. 300. I'd be moving towards the yes, but not at West Coast. The the stat that came out of this week is the, and we spoke about it last year, is that he's not kicking goals in the first half. Mm. Like he's kicked one goal in a first half yeah. this year. Like that screams like when a game's on the line. And yeah, the service is like terrible, but I don't know. We, there was a similar stat going around last year and that worries me. So you, you else, don't think he gets there? No, I think elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think elsewhere is the most likely. Uh, now, yeah. the last two we're going to do is uh, Mitch Duncan, 263, uh, 37 games. So has to play. It's probably going to be all of this year, next year, and then the year after because he, he can't get through uninjured, Mitch. Yeah, I'd say probably not. I'd yeah. say probably not too, like unfortunately. I can see it finishing... Um, yeah, you still got to do a lot right to get to 300. Absolutely. And last but not right. least, another West Coast player, Andrew Gaff. 260, 40 more games. He's been very durable across the journey. Uh, again, probably, yeah, but maybe somewhere else. I'm going to go, no. I think, I think he ends at West Coast. Do you think so? Yeah, I think... Gaffy's been an absolute megastar. Um Underrated, I think. Clarko tagged him from his first year, so cop that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just think that maybe it's this year or next year, and he says, "I'm pretty old." I, I mean, that set shot on the weekend. You know, when you just see things like it's that, nice we're 35 legs. meters. Yeah. Um, yep. The game's changed in terms of for West Coast. There's no running around getting. Now, Gaffy probably earned 20 of his touches and got 10. Where you go, here's Gaffy around the back. Go do yep. something with it. Sure. Those days are done. So now, all of a sudden, you really like Nick Dacos is having a field day at the moment. Because they give it to him because they've got a lot of footy to give. West Coast don't have that. I don't know. I, I think no, but not because he's gone anywhere else. I think it just ends. I think mm. the next month is really important because I don't think he's got a really clear role at the moment. So if that's they it. find that, a that, fresh that's it. role yeah. for him in the next yep. six weeks, then that might revitalise him, but at the moment. Jeez, he's been a good player. Great player. Um, I wanted to take a bit of a peek at the fixture and what's coming up because we've got a pretty clear-cut worst three teams in the comp, right? Between Hawthorne, North Melbourne and West Coast, there's a... I mean, you or can... order them. You can argue rich... Oh, in terms of worst at the moment? Yeah. West Coast, North Hawthorne? Yeah, I think that's... Is that probably, right? That's the order I'll have yeah, in. Yeah. So, the uneven nature of the fixture, obviously, thought I'd have a look at who gets to play those three teams from here on out. Oh, yeah. Who gets to play them and who doesn't. So... At the bottom of the list is Geelong, who have one game against those three teams to come, just once. Wow. They play North Melbourne. They've already played Hawthorne once, and they play West Coast once. That's yeah. it. So they've only got one. And then at the other end of the scale, there's two teams that have four games against those three to come this season. And they're both teams that are fighting for that spot in the finals. One of them's Essendon, and one of them's St Kilda. Well, St Kilda, that ticks a lot of boxes. So St Kilda already have six wins... You'd, I mean, these need to be, for clubs that are pushing for finals, these need to be absolute must-win, bank the four points games it, against the, these guys. The, the stupid eight-point games, because if you get rolled in them, you're so far by one, because it's better yeah. to be a percentage boost as well. Yeah, yeah. So if they win all these four games just against those bottom three clubs, they've got ten wins and they've got uh, one hand on a finals berth. And Essendon as well. So if you look at Essendon, who are kind of like in that mix, eight, nine, ten kind of area... So they've got four games against these guys. Carlton only have two games against these guys left. And Sydney only have two games against them left. So there's a big swing there because there yeah. is such a gulf between... Well, there's the eight points, isn't it? It's yeah, just, these bottom three There's no other clubs. way to look at it. You got, well, if you get rolled by one of them, that's a big, big yeah. loss. Well, Collingwood last year. Yeah, to West, West Coast. Coast got at them. At home. Yeah, yeah, at the Dome. Yeah. 
uh, gee, you can't give those up. And you think as a club, having been a player in the past, you know you've got a shit team on the weekend. You're like, you don't take them lightly, but you're like, mm. well, we'll win that. Yeah. But someone won't. Yeah. So someone won't. It makes you think twice about a club like an Essendon who I just look at them now. They've just, I think they're either eighth or ninth and they've just dropped out. They might be ninth. Um, you kind of think, oh, yeah, they're probably falling out. But then you add in those, factor in those four games yeah. that they should cash. And all of a sudden you're like, well, maybe they will make it. Yeah. Well, Essendon's the one that scares me because so watching them pretty closely against Port on the weekend, they had the first, what was it, like eight or nine centre clearances mm-hmm. in the game yeah. and just looked yep. like well mm-hmm. beaters in midfield. And then they went down like neg 16 in contested ball in the second quarter. Yep. And it's like you can't do that and then dunk nah. one of those. No, no, no. And they could do that against North because it was all their own doing. So they could Oof. drop one against North or Hawthorne and get done by two points somewhere in Launceston I think they could against Hawthorne yeah well, I think Hawthorne I think Hawthorne take a scale Essendon Hawthorne will take one of those yeah but then you have to factor in as well how badly to Hawthorne and I know it's not a player's thing but how badly to Hawthorne need to win games vis-a-vis resting Brewston uh, no I'm not copying the Bruce resting but CJ he's been poor CJ need a rest he has been poor you don't think he's in their best 22 right now he's been poor he has been poor yeah um but Luke Bruce resting every yeah, that's every, fine. That's every fine. single club rest player is coming to Perth. Yeah, I get that. But if you're a hundred percent all in on we need to win a game and Frio's going like a busted at the moment, going into last weekend, you go, hey, let's try and win this one and then we'll rest you the week yeah. after. So so clearly, you know, they're not trying uh, yeah. to win I don't know. too badly. But even when we're at the top, we were resting players. True, that's a bit different. Hmm. Anyway, interesting watch. Uh, so the talk of the week again, Nat Five. So 38 minutes time on ground coming back against Hawthorne. The mm-hmm. Freo haven't yet confirmed whether or not that he'll be the sub, but I think the sort of general vibe is that there's a, a really good chance it'll be the sub again. Started by our man Michael Barlow, Michael Barlow. Yes. on Mad Monday. Has that warmed up? 7 p.m. Has that 7 grown wings? Mondays and any time on 7+. plus. Um, the Fife sub thing, yeah, absolutely yeah. it has. So yeah. I, I don't get what Mick offers to Fife. Five shooters cut him out of his life. He's a good bloke, though. Mick, yeah. five out of ten at best. <laughs> <laughs> Just middle of the road. I feel like Justin Longmuir would have potentially, if he was playing a full game, yeah. by this point he probably would have said, yeah, would've yeah, said. five, you'll be in there. Yeah. So I've got a feeling that he will be again. And also watching on Saturday, I think you guys touched on it as well, but the warm-up, he might as well have been a... Tendai Mazungo out there feeding balls into into the drill sure. in the trackies. Yeah, sure. that was like, so confusing. Bizarre. And then Lockie Schultz was out there being beaten up, Mauled. half dead mm. and half fought, and Fife yeah. was still sat at the back of the bench. They had absolutely no intention of Did playing you, him before he came in. And I reckon half, yeah. if they had lost an injury, they would have played one short. Did I you know? It, it had to have been. Yeah, did did you notice so that this year, free of only subbed off forwards? Yep, Tracy's copped Lots of Tabiners. Tabiners copped it. Amos copped it. I'm sure Banford probably copped it. But that's all they've subbed out. So, um, but also with thinking, I know I was talking about subs. Yeah, yeah. Just Tracy, we think he should have been subbed out. Like, it wasn't an easy kill on the line and a young kid. And I think you just take your medicine and get Schultz out of there. That's 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 what I thought. Like he's about to kill himself. He's dead. He's dead. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so yeah. I think that just rattled me a little bit and then also Fife came out and did run throughs after the game for ages for he ages. was out there for ages so why so obviously plantar fascia is one where you're, you're managing K's and loads but like why are those K's being done after <clears> the game <throat> where that could be done to warm up like it just baffles me I think I'm happy with the after stuff because it 
once you're going on it, it's okay. It's how you roll out of bed and you can't, you're walking around like a dog that's been hit by a car. Um, so I can see why he did those extra Ks, yeah. but also they're controlled. That's the only reason, like, I don't know what Fife's like. It's hard to say, I imagine he's a beast. So it's hard to say, hey, Fife, we need you to stay within 10 Ks or something. He's like, yeah. nah, bugger that. Or, you know, 10 contests. So at least that's controlled. So I can see why he did that. He was warmed up. Uh, he didn't hardly had a kick at the ball, so he did a fair bit of kicking with Tendai as well. Ran around; it was pretty low level stuff, but it went for a long, long time. Should, given that it was so hyper controlled, should it have happened at Peel? No. Okay. I mean, I no. don't dispute he had an he had an impact ten disposals, two clearances, a goal. Yeah. He back uh, in at CBAs, like he was really good. But if you wanted to like control it to the absolute minute and the meter, so. I think that it, have I mean, appeal? it's obviously a calculated risk. The thing I don't mind though is I don't think it's the end of the world if you're a ro- if you're one short on the bench for a period of time yeah, for yeah. twenty minutes or something. Exactly. So Given if, that you're yes, getting that back at the back end. Anyway. That's right. Yeah. So if an injury happens, they're probably taking a risk and just going. Let's hope we're injury free in the first quarter. If something yeah. happens ten minutes in the second quarter, and we're one short for 15, 20 minutes, and we need a sub minute yeah. half time, then we can live with I t- that. I tell you what, too, it could be he's out warming up in the first warm up. Like they do that an hour before the game or whatever it is, they're out running around. And then back on it cold again. Then he has to sit there for half. I mean, that's going to just get sore and sore and sore. Hence why when you wake up, they're torturous because you, 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 once you're up and going, it's good to go. So maybe they're just ready. Once he's ready to go a full game, he's good to go. And maybe warming him up and sitting him down might have been an issue. No, good point. I just want to have a quick chat about the Western Bulldogs. They're a, they're a team sitting at seventh position. Uh, they've got a couple of teams up there, Clacker, Essendon and Carlton. Adelaide Swan. So I, th- I think they're in that mix of play- teams that are coming. Where are the dogs uh, in terms of the future? So these players next year will all be over 30. Liam Jones has had a good year. Taylor Jaray, Alex Keith, uh, Libba, Bruce, Johannesson, uh, Roy Lobb, Trelaw, Crozier, Hannon, O'Brien are all going to be over 30 next year, and McRae's going to then be rolling into the 30 category as well. That is a lot of top-heavy... Big list. It's a big, big list like Geelong, uh, but Geelong's Geelong. Like, they've proven that they can do it. Western Bulldogs haven't quite proven they can do it. Do they need to swallow the pill and go, right, oh, we're invested in Darcy, who had some bad news yesterday with a hole in his yeah. lung? Yeah. Um, but they've got Jamari Hagen, they've got um, Darcy, they've got those picks there, the young kids there. Um, you know, the Naughty's still young. What are the Bulldogs going to do in the next two or three years? If they're not winning flags, what are they? Is it, is it time to make a big cut to try and get the kids back in so that the next crop comes through with Darcy, Jamara, Norton and that sort of stuff? Is there value where they go, let's make a play for Reed and see if we can land Reed? Or I don't know. I just feel like the dogs are just, just becoming one of those meh sides. Treading water a little bit. Yeah, but, like- but it's good enough to be not bad, but bad enough to not be premiers. Yeah. I like in that list. So there are still guys that are sort of playing fairly important roles. So that's why they're they're all yeah. there next year. They're yeah. all there next year, apart from maybe a couple of them. But maybe Josh. I don't know contract status, but like Hannon, probably surplus. Those, Bruce, those guys. And I agree with that. Bruce and but like Trelaw, Log, Johannesson's back, yeah. Libba, uh, Alex Keith, and Jones. Like they're their key pillars. Yeah. The most of them are going to be there. I, I don't know. I just think you've got Bond, who's twenty-seven. Who's your centrepiece? Yeah. But is Bont going to be 
you know, a one and done premiership player, or is they are they going to make a move and go? We should try and strike, go back two steps, to then mm. go forward two steps in you three need, years. You need to be cashing in on prime bond, don't you? That's right. You can't have prime bond being wasted at. Oh, we're just sneaking into finals here. No, he won a Brownlow, but he didn't. Do, he didn't win another flag. We won one final with him. They got whopped last year after giving up away a forty point um, head start to Frio in that final. Yeah. If we have another year like that, do you think they put their the scissors through it? Yeah, it's always tough to know with the dogs. We isn't don't it? talk about the dogs. We just assume we they're going to be around the mark. We do, but it's also kind of like, how would you know with the dogs sometimes? Because Bevo is going to Bevo, even just with the on-field yeah. stuff, and it's difficult to know what exactly they are, what they stand for, and where they're going. That's my point. Bit. They almost yeah. need to like if they put a, if they put a hit, yeah. If I give Jacko's first haircut and, and give it a good short back and sides, yeah. you know that they're aiming for three, four years' time. Yeah. You know that they want to be primed then. Bond will be 30, bang. Sure. But right now, if they just keep doing what they're doing, you're like, well, we're not seeing the best of number two draft pick Darcy. Well, Rory Lobb, case in point, recruiting Rory What's he Lobb. doing? Correct. When you've got, you know, a uh, powerful forward presence. Well, wouldn't it, wouldn't it work perfectly fine with just Norton and Jamara? Yeah, totally. And like, Darcy went fit. And, and, Darcy, and Darcy, if you need him forward or back, like, yeah, yep. well, what are they topping up with Lob for? And I know, like, Liam Jones came in; he's been playing really well. Yeah, he's been good. And is, and is a bit of a free hit as well. Yeah, free hit, but then he's also taking up Darcy's spot <laughs> yeah, in yeah. the back line. You've got Lob and Jones who are both filling in the number two draft picks position. He's the number lob, two draft The pick. Lob one was always a bit baffling. Yeah. Oh, mate, yep. crazy, crazy. Yeah. Um, wanted to take a quick look at the Frio Sydney game. Jackie you touched on it with the Fife stuff. Um, but in terms of the ruck battle, everyone's talking about Frio's rucks at the moment. Uh, Luke Jackson coming off his best game for Frio. And then the forgotten man of last year's grand final team, rucking, might well be back this week in Tom Hickey for his first game of the season, which yeah. is going to be a big impact, hopefully, for Sydney. Given they've he been got so absolutely short. whopped early in that grand final. He did. Remember Hawkins was just having, grabbing it out of the ruck and he kicking goals. <laughs> but I went, but I went back and had a look at the qualifying final. No, from he's a been, few no, weeks he's prior, been good. He's, he, yeah, which was his last matchup with Luke Jackson, and yeah. obviously gone for the most part. And he was one of Sydney's best that night. No, no, he, he's been an outstanding recruit from nothing. Like, yeah, what you what you ordered online and what turned up, very different things. Yeah. <laughs> He's he, he's had games for where for a guy at his fourth club. Yeah, he last I do the team right. of the week. Yeah, and he would have featured yep. four or five times last year, just in big games where he gets clearances. He's a little bit like Oscar McInerney. He can get clearances by somehow grabbing it or however he does it. Mm. Yep. And it's such a head start when a rucks are trying to do their arts and crafts, and you're like, just grab it and kick it. Yeah, just, 100%. just grab it and kick it. it and works. we and we talk about sort of. Um, or I think about the notion of value above replacement player. And so what Sydney have had in the ruck with, you know, Laddams and, and Hayden McLean, yeah. it's kind of like he's a big upgrade on that. Yeah. he's a, And you can potentially now throw McLean forward where you need a big yeah. body down there because... Well, how far away is my boy Amadi? I, I think he I think he is... I don't think this week. He's a small key, I think. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm so much more confident with Sydney when they have Amadi in that side. Because okay. Bud, the focus on Bud winning games these days is done, I think. Like, you might get the little gold nuggets from Franco mm-hmm. every now and then. You go, how good's that? Amazing. But you're not running out there like you used to and go, worst case scenario, we get three or four out of Franklin, then we've got to find another seven and we're in the game. The, sure. the Geelong loss last weekend, they were too buddy dependent. Not so much against Collingwood, yeah. I didn't think, but the week before they were. Well, I think more, more had more had Bud under his... 
Like, Bud's now not that athletic beast where yeah. even Darcy Moore turns up next to him and you go, good luck. Like, yeah. He's not that anymore. And that's that's where at least there's another avenue. Because I know every club would go Franklin still and spend time on him. If there's just that other avenue, and I'm speaking like a Marty's a superstar, certainly not. But he was heading in the right direction before that yeah, hamstring just went. just an important cog. But, yeah, really good time. So, Hickey's had two weeks in the VFL now. What's he done? He's, he's been okay. 38 and a goal last yep. week. Yeah. So, so hit, hit out. Hit out. Hit out. Yeah, yeah, he's going to say, he's been okay. Jesus, Robbo, what's your expectations? <laughs> but what's um? But in terms of facing a combo that's in really good form, like I would have had grave fears if that had been Laddams and... Laddams, even is, Laddams just is banked up. Ticking time. Oh, oh, yeah. He'll miss, I think, with the shoulder neck issue. So that's and a, a uh, really Maybe the big O as well, omitted. I'm assuming that they name him Hickey, but I'd be stunned if they didn't. But I feel so much better that he's played two games. Yeah. Not yeah. that it's... Because Hickey's not of the Max Gorn where you go... Yeah, rolling back out. Just come back in and we'll take what... Yeah, you know, we'll take a C-grade version of Max Gorn of any course. day of the week. Yeah. Two games in prep. I think he's cherry ripe. So to borrow a Chris Robinson theme, I want to have a look at some fixturing. Oh, fixture, nice. fixture quirks. Yeah, yeah, dive in. Fixture quirks. Love a fixture so, quirk. Um, Jason Horn Francis v North. That's <sighs> one of the top five games you circled on the calendar when the fixtures came out. Yeah, right? well, especially now when he's been booed <laughs> yep. and attacked and playing good footy. Where's it being played? Don't tell me Hobart. Hobart. Western Bulldogs, who are their biggest rivals? Or certainly, who are GWS's biggest rivals? Well, probably the Western Bulldogs. Bullies, yeah. They play each other twice. On the weekend, they played each other in Canberra. In, in, front, round, of the, in front of the Tom Green fan yeah, club. And not many others. Yeah. And in round 20, they play in Ballarat. No, and I'll tell you what, you can look at Canberra, and I've spoken about it a few times. Giants need to sack Canberra. Their record recently is atrocious down there. They like have they, to change they, the back of their jumpers. Don't then. care. Just put some sticky. I've, I've watched. Um, I just watched. Um, <laughs> just put a sticky tape over. What's it. that? Well, what's that soccer Didn't you guys show? Used to play um, at Canberra, nah. Ted Lasso. Yeah. Yep. And they put sticky tape over the airline. Yeah. Just do that. Sorry, Canberra. It's, uh, it's the state. It's the state battle playing in the country with the taped up Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, That'd be the second lot of uh, location disrespect behind uh, the uh, Tasmania, James Sisley's Tasmania Sis. yeah. If the Giants taped up Canberra, that wouldn't yeah. be good. I and then the biggest one is Ross Lyon is not Ross coming Lyon here. Not coming Absolutely. Yeah. So that's yeah. the big three. So to, I think to play Frio or West Coast, he doesn't yeah. come to WA this year. I had cannot be, had fathom be, how that doesn't happen. Had to be Frio here. Had so to be. GWS, Friday you're circling night. the dogs. It's in Canberra. North, you're circling Horn Francis. It's in Hobart. Frio, you're circling Ross. It's at Docklands. Yeah. So I think there's four examples there where they've just missed out on opportunities. They're just, they're just layups. These nicely. are fixture layups. They're, they're actually the short, and I don't know how it works. The start of the year, sit in the room with ten people, and just go right. I tell us the games you love watching, yeah. or yeah. you've got interest in, yeah. yeah, and put them on the wall, and then go right. What are the non-negotiables? Let's, let's slap those twenty games up yeah. for one or two. Ross yeah. has to go and play Frio yeah. in Perth. We yeah. need to make that happen. And if it means that they miss out on a couple of other things, that's fine. Unfortunately, and- like Collingwood. Though every club goes, well, we've got a big rivalry with Collingwood. Can we have them at the MCG, yeah, yeah. our home game? <laughs> but sorry, like country footy leagues, this is how country footy leagues do their fixtures. You want five Sundays, you want more Saturdays because yeah. it's better for your canteen. You want night games because your council's just bought new lights. Like that's how you figure out fixtures. Yeah. Why can't we do it? Here? Yeah, right. So they obviously put in submissions, CEOs and stuff about yeah. what they want. But I don't know whether they go that deep in terms of like, hey, we want to. So it's, it needs to be people who have got. Needs to be Channel Seven and Fox. Yeah. Go. 
we want these to be games. Not. It's also hard to watch those shitty games where the camera is sitting so low. Oh, and once it started raining in Canberra on Saturday night, so I watched the replay after the Dockers. Yeah, once so it started raining, yeah. I was like, no, that's... Nah, so I sat through it. and it, But it's also just hard when it's at um, level one line. Like, it sure. just, it's so tight and you can't really work out what's going on. No, nothing to do with the camera work. It's just the grounds they're at. Uh, just give us a good grounds for those big rival games. Do we see much spice from... I don't care about the crowd. Do we see much spice from North Melbourne Zerha will go. So the, the Zer will go after him. Zerha. From the get-go, you reckon? Yeah. I'm not sure how much he's done it this season, but he played pre-season where he, like, played as a midfielder. He did it against Fremantle yeah, when he was over here. Yeah. And, like was, and was brilliant. He was probably the best him. on ground that night. So Clarko starts him in the guts. I'd yeah. love him to start next to him at the first thing. Cunnington, if he subbed out, he can get more than three touches. Um, Zur and put in LDU or something and yeah. just cracking. All right. High ball bets. Thanks to the Tab Touch app. Gee, you blokes are going broke. Oh, my goodness. It's time for the Hardball Bets brought to you by Tab Touch. Got the touch this AFL season? Better your bet with Tab Touch. And remember, gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help on 1-800-858-858. You need lots of Gambler's Help if you've been following my puns uh, so far this season. more excited to it's be just going again. unbelievable at the moment. Like, I mean, my, my betting form in syndicate betting has been really, really good for whatever reason. Can't string it together on this show. But we'll go again. And I hope that the fourth leg doesn't let me down this week. I'm looking at Friday night. Geelong and Gold Coast both win in the Friday night double. And 20-plus for Duggan and Fiorini. It's paying an even four bucks. Love Needs Fiorini. to get me back on the... Uh, love the Fiorini 20-plus. Yeah. responsibly. Get me back on the winner's list. Jacko, for Rini, what have you got? Uh, playing with some margins. So Sydney over Freo by 39 or less. Mm-hmm. Melbourne over Hawthorne by 40 or more. And, hey. Hey. Yeah, I always squeeze one in here for you. Uh, and Brisbane over Essendon by 39 or less. Paying... Eight bucks. Mm, nice. Well, that was the one leg that let me down. I had Freo 1-39 to against your Hawthorne boys last week. And that was dinner pretty for two, wasn't evident it? early that that was going over 40. Mm. Yeah, that was what killed me. That what was, was my the margin years? 69. Yeah. And That's it right. was Gold Coast the week before. Oh, it was Richmond, more to the point, the week before. On I'm the hearing last, excuses, was the boys. Yeah. I'm hearing yeah. excuses. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Anyway, gamble responsibly, but thanks also to our friends at Tab Touch, obviously, who have been great supporters of us. Guys, we'll let you get out of here. Xavier, oh, thank you. Jacko, thanks very much for your time. Thanks to our listeners and thanks also to our friends at Mazda and the brilliant BT50. You do you. Enjoy your weekend of footy. Chat to you next week.